Brendan. My name is Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast and thank you for the invitation to talk a little bit about one of the worst films made, certainly this millennium, a horrendous effort called Muck, written and directed by household name Stephen Walsh. Now, Muck is your typical bunch of friends go off partying in a part of the world they probably shouldn't be in. In this case, it gets set upon by a bunch of weird albinos who proceed to rip their clothing from them before murdering them in really uninventive ways. Walsh is nothing if not ambitious. This film literally starts in the middle of a scene and it ends in the middle of another scene. There is no backstory, no fill-in for why these characters are in this part of the world, no hint as to what's going to happen to the survivors because there is no resolution because Walsh apparently thinks he is the George Lucas of the horror film universe. That's right, he has plans for a prequel and a sequel but does not bother to string them together to create a cohesive beginning, middle or end to the film. Now, every character in this film is a massive idiot, complete whiner, or too stupid to live. For example, one guy runs for help. He gets away from the albinos. He reaches a bar in the middle of wherever the hell they are, but instead of calling for help or contacting the police, he has a few drinks, ogles some local hotties, and then rings his moron of a cousin to come pick him up so they can waltz on back to where the other friends are still in dire peril, by the way. He doesn't even tell the cousin two of his friends are dead. Walsh seems to think he can also stop any sense of full momentum with the plot by pausing to ogle one of his female actresses getting naked or doing a strip tease literally every 10 minutes. It's hilarious and not in a good way. Though to be fair, some of the women are hot, so I'm not sure what I'm complaining about. And really, that's about all you need to know because I'm out of time. Muck is horrendous. I challenge you to sit through this film, any one of you who's listening, and find a redeemable quality about it. Thanks again, Nathan and Brendan, for the invitation. My name is Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. Keep up the great work. You know when I pick a movie That's when I'm under pressure now The question always comes back to me What will they think? Ladies and gentlemen, fuck, Welcome fuck to- this, no, fuck this movie. Oh, it set my teeth on edge. I didn't think it would be possible for us to find a movie more misogynistic, more boring, more ridiculous than Showgirls. Oh, fuck, Mark, fucking read it, stupid ear. Oh. I'm Brendan. Oh, Nathan. This is what were they thinking? And oh boy, if you wanted to hear a contrast to last week's episode, you got it. I don't mean to be the June in this situation, but I am so upset. <laughs> Nathan Nathan has just quit the show. Nathan, come back! Oh no, no, I'm not going anywhere it's because I am you you know what? Most people say when they get something that they really, really hate, I'm gonna tear this thing a new asshole. I'm tearing this thing a new a new urethra. Okay? This fucking movie! Oh my god! That being said, I'm sure the people of Australia are quite nice. <laughs> yeah, so as you heard at the top of the show, this is from our good friend at the Countdown Countdown TV and Movie Reviews podcast. Why? What What did we ever do to you? If we did, I'm sorry. It won't happen again. I am sorry. 
It was your Australia. I don't know. Maybe you said something about Australia. Is that like Montrose? <laughs> Does Montrose make anti-Australia jokes? Well, no, he's he's British. Okay. So oh. and and they were the ones who sent a, a good portion of the the uh, involuntary colonists. Let's call them to Australia. So I'm sorry. I would love. I would love this to be true. <laughs> This feud to be rooted in that oh. would be would be amazing. <laughs> He's like, what a British monkey? Ha! I'll show them. <laughs> but yes, we are talking about oh. 2015's Muck, oh. mm. directed by Steve Walsh, yeah. as you heard at the top, oh. with an O. Um, <laughs> so, what I want to—I got, I got a little bit of background, then we'll jump right in. Mm. So. Steve Walsh, basically... Um, now, Nathan, you will appreciate this aspect. He is a man who said right off the top, before he even made this movie, I like practical effects. I don't like CGI. Not a big fan. Fine. So, for a horror movie... Let, 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 me, let me just set the stage. Let's say you haven't even seen this movie, okay? Mm-hmm. He says, I want to make an old-school horror movie. Okay. These creatures that attack teenagers in a swamp. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun mm-hmm. and gory. First of all, wrong. And, well, hold on. You haven't seen it. Okay, sorry. You haven't seen it. Yep. It's going to be fun and gory and ridiculous and just, you know, uh, no CGI. Practical effects okay. all in camera. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, what would you say just to that baseline? Just to that alone. Yes. I'm on board. Okay. Now, he now here's a red flag. <laughs> he also said, by the way... This is going to be the middle film that we're making first, which right there I'm like, eh, nope, not change. on board, not on board. Well, I mean, it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. It's weird to just jump the gun like that. Then say we're going to make a prequel after, okay, and then say and then we're going to make a sequel. Maybe I wouldn't say I'm not on board right away because, I, of course, they did do that with the Star Wars movies, but. If your movie is not going to be even approaching the caliber of Star Wars, I mean, don't do it. It's it's, it's pretty close. <laughs> I'll just see my way out. <laughs> so, funding for this movie was partially raised through Kickstarter, Ooh. and this is going to make you throw up, Nathan. It acquired about two hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars. Are you still there? I'm still here. This it was filmed is at why course. hipsters need to be taught how to use money. It was filmed over the course of 19 grueling all-night shoots. And all the stunts were done in a single take due to the budget and the schedule. And there's a pretty big stunt in this movie. So that's that alone, on its own merit, aside from the movie, is kind of impressive. The movie here's 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 an interesting little bit. The movie was pre-screened at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> it all it fe- because it features Playboy playmate yes, J- Jacqueline Swedberg, right? Or Swedberg. It also features luminaries such as YouTube star Lauren Francesca, whoever the fuck that is, as well as uh, horror icon Kane Hodder mm. for basically a cameo. And also, it features blurred out as Ava. That is upsetting, and we will get to that Mm -hmm. later. (laughs) So, first sign something is up with this movie is the terrible production logo at the beginning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it later it reads as with an O Productions, but to me it looks like O with an O Productions. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign. 
Yeah. That is, that is a, we are getting all these red flags. This is not a good sign. There are, there are things about this movie that when it starts out, tells, told me at first, I might be in for something enjoyable. I could be in for, as you said, a a very old school grindhouse type horror movie. That being, undies in the jungle, you wear them the same. You know, I don't know. I didn't think of much for Larry's after the undies in the jungle because there is a uh, a bare-chested, uh, uh, or rather, uh, underwear-clad uh, woman running through the reeds in what we come to find out is Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah um, like Cape Cod. Cape Cod, yeah. Cape, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right off the bat, one thing we will point out several times for this movie, it is padded. Like, they pad this movie out with nothing. <laughs> nothing shots of nothing happening with no tension. Because this girl is, like, start off literally, like like you said in the opening, literally we start off with a girl in the middle of nowhere, and we don't know what's going on. Right. Which, okay, fine. That's whatever. happened. They've done, that's been done in movies before. So I'm, sure. I'm like, that's, that's fine. Sure. But, but you know what? This is the thing. So they start off and we, by the way, she stumbles around for like 20 minutes, it feels like, before anybody else oh. shows up. And the thing is, I feel like the director just didn't want to yell cut for any of these scenes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we learn right away these this group of friends who are maybe the most unlikable characters I've ever seen. We learn that their two of their friends died already, like mm-hmm. before the movie starts, which... If that's what you're going with, I almost think like these are the characters that die at the very beginning of the movie, and then you go to the real main characters. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, or you know what? Uh, you are told through flashbacks, or at least some sort of uh, spoken exposition as to why those friends were killed, yeah. how they were killed. We get nothing. Nothing. This director... Not a thing. This director is like, this is all you get and you're going to like it because I haven't figured out what it is yet. Mm. That's my guess. It has, I hope it, I never meet Steve Walsh. It has ever. It has credit tits. I mean... You mean opening credits? Yes, credits. There you go. That's <laughs> clever. Much cleverer than this movie was. I wrote that down and I said, that's, that's a better line than anything in this movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was so confused right off the bat because they they start talking about stuff that we haven't seen. They start talking about creatures. They start talking about the marsh. Like, give us something. Yeah. Um. One of the one of the friends is like starting to bleed out. Like he's already been attacked by something, and he's basically like, "I want to get drunk." Oh, when we when they have their first interaction. Uh, as a group of friends talking back and forth to each other and kind of establishing who their characters or lack thereof they are. I have a note. I already hate all of these people. All of them. Every last one of them. There is not one character in this group that I thought had one thing that I liked about them. None. The, The best I can say about the girlfriend character is that she's not as horrible as the other girl. True. And she's the only one that has any sort of uh, earmarks about her to, to, to make her like a final girl which spoiler alert she is not no and uh, another thing that that bothered me so much is because i don't 
Steve Walsh with an O. Yeah. I, I don't I know. Already hate him. I don't know anything about you to make me think that you're going to be so groundbreaking that you can fly in the face of some of the more uh, tried and tested tropes of horror. Yeah, this movie did not prove that. That's no. for sure. That's for damn sure. Yeah, th- so they're they're just like, ugh. So the friends are all talking to each other, and it's the worst dialogue ever. Um, th- just ham-fisted. Like, yeah. Like, literally, when I said, he said, oh, um, I want to drink, I want to I wanna get drunk, and the other character says, no, it's going to thin your blood. You're not my fucking doctor. Like, those are actual lines. Yeah. He also calls one of the girls, he says, well, she's not a noble laureate because she says something stupid. I don't know. Thrashen had more credible dialogue. Thrashen had stronger female characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that I had Pamela watch, Gidley in it, so. I yeah. would I would rather watch a one-woman show with Pamela Gidley than watch this again. <laughs> and I watched it twice. Once. Because I said to myself after I was, I am never doing that again. So we get if I ever if we ever get invited onto another podcast that is covering this movie, I'm just bringing these notes with me. <laughs> and the sheer just... post-traumatic stress from having watched this movie because it will be forever burned into my brain. You're just gonna bring the. You're just gonna send them the MP3 of you talking, and they'll have to work around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like podcast diva. <laughs> Literally so, phoning it in. These, yes. These opening cre- credits. Yeah, and uh, no amount of credits is going to save this movie. No, and here's the thing. I understand this is supposed to be a slasher movie. I understand that slasher movies have not had a great history with female characters. Mm-hmm. Except for, you know, there's some where the female character is, like, the lead, obviously. But most, mo- a lot of them, not great stereotypes right but this but there's a fucking this fucking movie, movie. oh I, the, literally this girl who is running through the whole opening credits you don't see her face you just see her tits i think there's a there's something to that though that we'll cover later because i tried to find out who she was this is the blurred out yes and there's there i found some stuff oh, some good. stuff not a lot nothing that's gonna nothing that's conclusive but enough to make me get get a theory going on as to you know why she's blurred out um i'm excited for that yeah um just these credits are not exploiting the fact by the way definitely not exploiting the fact that this girl would get naked for them right and (sighs) i for the longest time i was like who is this yes and as you said before that this genre does not have a good track record of uh treating women very fairly uh, right. Which is, I understand. However, there is always a an, an unspoken or unwritten rule that there's a final girl, and the final girl becomes the one who gets the comeuppance in on the slasher or the monster. It, it's the final girl is the one who overcomes all odds, so she becomes a strong female character throughout the movie that's her character arc we mm-hmm. get nothing of the sort in this movie nothing nothing so they find a strange house oh it's the it's the hospital homicide lottery house 
<laughs> what? I had to. I, I was trying to have fun. I was trying so hard to have fun when I watched. Have you ever heard of the hospital home lottery? It's a charity. Oh. A lot of a lot of hospitals throughout Canada do it, uh, okay. where they have they get a show home uh, that's uh, usually either donated or uh, bought at cost. They sell tickets. Uh, and they have all kinds of other prizes, but the grand prize is this grand show home uh, in the hospital home lottery. So I wrote, oh, it's the hospital home Maside lottery. Trying to have fun. Trying in vain to have fun while I watch this movie. Yep. So they go into this house after, uh, by the way, they go into this house after having like a 25 minute conversation. Yes, like, while they're being they... stalked in the marshes. Yes, they just ran away from these creatures, presumably. We haven't seen them yet. And they are just sitting outside, arguing about tits and drinking. And at one point, uh, the guy says, hey, to the, the guy that's hurt, uh, I think his name was Billy. He says, hey, let's have sex. And she says, "There's not. you don't have enough blood to fill that giant dick of yours. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Hate every single one of them. Did and you then, notice that this movie going. is this movie is is so cheap that um the the Georgetown University shirt looks like it was made on an inkjet printer. <laughs> yeah, it, actually, yes, it did not look official at all. Like you tell me that actor couldn't just get a Georgetown shirt. Well, I feel that they might have run into some sort of trademark issues if they'd actually had like a a, a Hoya's uh, bulldog on the front. Georgetown's like, get that fucking thing out of that movie now. Yeah. And then his shirt would have been blurred out. <laughs> that would have been... Like the old sorry. WWF logos. <laughs> that actually would have been amazing. There's my wrestling, wrestling reference. There you go. Got it in the can. <laughs> I would have got one in later because I, I have a good one for later, but... Wouldn't that have been great, though, if his shirt was blurred out to the whole movie? And and speaking of that, of the, the trademark thing, did you notice that one of the alcohol bottles is supposed to be Jack Daniels, but it's Dak Daniels? I didn't like, see they, that They yet. altered the label, um, I'm guessing, so they didn't have to get permission to use it as product placement. And it's funny because later on they actually refer to it as the name Jack Daniels. Well, you can talk about it. You just can't feature the label because the label is is like is trademarked artwork. You can See, talk about it because it's something that is in you know general uh, popular culture. But I'm gonna you, write it. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. But you can't you can't use the label because the label is trademarked artwork of uh, the Jack Daniels uh, whiskey company. Which they could have written a joke about right there. Hey, can I get a Jack Daniels? Wait a second, this is Dak Daniels. Yeah, uh, we can't afford it. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> Wrote you a line, Steve Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... so th- th- This movie has literally almost no plot to, by the way. Mm. So they go into the house. They finally go into the house after what feels like 18 years... And we get all this wonderful dialogue again. One of the, one of the girls is supposed to be like the asshole or the bitch, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she says, at one point she says like as an insult, like lick my clit. Yeah. And then another one she says, fuck you, cunt. Like the writing is amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's just absolutely delightful. <laughs> awesome. uh, we we get uh, what's his uh, Billy there starts uh, naming off everybody in the in the party as their tropes within a horror movie, uh... which you're not that smart. You're not that smart movie. You're you're not that smart. And also this movie, those characters are not even written well enough to be tropes. 
Yeah. Like, they're not even enough to be a stereotype. And they're lower than stereotypes. They're, they're in Massachusetts. They mispronounced the word marsh several times. If they're in Massachusetts, it should be called the mash. He says it once jokingly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not... I don't think they're supposed to be from Massachusetts, though. Because remember, he says something about they wanted yeah, to go to it Tennessee was, It was like their travel, yeah. He wanted to go yeah, yeah. to... The, he wanted to go to Lynchburg to see the Jack Daniels distillery and get drunk, and then they inform the, him that it's a dry county. I wanted to go to Dinchburg to see the Jack Daniels distillery. <laughs> oh, Brendan, you made me laugh about this movie. Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, it's good uh, one to thing laugh. I... One thing, one thing that was interesting—not interesting, but one thing I noticed was the girl that's like in her bra and panties the whole time, mm-hmm. literally the whole movie. When she gets into the house, she finds a blanket. What does she do with the blanket? She puts it over her lap. Yeah, you're freezing cold, and you take the blanket so much and you so just put it over your fucking lap, shaking and rocking. Not only yeah. from the, the the traumatic stress that they've just endured, but also because it's cold out. And she's not putting the blanket around her. No, no. Even even this movie, even the dumbest character in this movie, Billy, says, Are you cold? It's because you're fucking naked. Yeah. <laughs> even this movie knows that that's a stupid thing that she does. Well, I don't know if the movie knows, but yeah. I don't think the movie knows anything. The girlfriend, uh, so the girlfriend character I also noted here. Like, you're going to notice, guys, we're not talking about the plot a lot. And that's because it's barely there. Like I said. There's almost no plot. A good it's portion of this m- podcast is just going to be filled with well, my parts, anyways, just with because <sighs> this movie, man. Well, I gotta say, the girlfriend character at one point she walks off, and her delivery is like because he said he says something like Billy's bleeding out, like I said, and he says something like, uh, "Hey, can you find something?" And she goes, "I'm gonna." This is her exact delivery. I'm going to go find something for your wounds. And it's almost like the mumbling mage in King Arthur. <laughs> Although, no, side note, the mumbling mage is Meryl Streep compared to this girl. Mm-hmm. I would say Dustin Diamond's performance in his sex tape is Meryl Streep compared to everyone in this movie. It's, it, it, it's, it's a tight race, I'll tell you that. Oh, I was going to say I would rather watch that, but no, that's not true. <laughs> right, again, see, it's a, it's a tight race. There are, like, this is not the bottom of the barrel, but you're definitely ta- scraping that top layer. Oh, yeah, you can definitely see the bottom. Mm. The main guy, I were to assume this is the main guy, Noah, with the shitty Georgetown shirt. Right. Nothing against Georgetown, just the shirt. The shirt is, it, no, the shirt was made on an inkjet printer. That is not an official <laughs> Georgetown shirt. Right. Um, he says, by the way, none of them have phones. It's 2015. None of them have cell phones. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he says, okay, I'm going to go Wait, run no, off. It's and 2015 and they're all in college or university and none of them have phones. Continue. Right. <laughs> yes. He says, I'm going to go get some help, but first make out with my girlfriend for an extended period of time. Mm. And then, yeah, he's going to go get some help. So he's going to run back through. Oh, the actually woods. I have a, I have a little bit here about that. Um, which made me think of, you know, an infinitely better show, The Simpsons. Uh, when he starts making out with his girlfriend before he takes off, uh, the wounded guy uh, essentially says that, oh, you're making out with your girlfriend? You're so gay. Well, he said, because he, he lies about it. He says, like, something like, uh, be careful. And he's like, careful is my middle name. He's like, no, it's not. It's Oliver. Gay. Yeah. Yeah. 
good writing every good writing. single person in this movie also i'm i've never seen uh well until the end of the credits i never saw what steve walsh looked like but judging by how this movie is filmed i'm assuming he's a horny 14 year old boy and and you know, with uh, a, a severe distaste of women, uh, it would not oh, surprise wow, me yeah. if he is a big 4chan guy. Like I said, I don't think I'd ever care to meet this fella. Mm. So, Noah goes off to get help. And, <laughs> oh my god, this fucking movie. So, Noah, yeah, Noah gets off to get help. Uh, we got some more fucking Billy's like, Yeah, I want to have sex. Everyone in the house. Sex, sex, sex. <laughs> he, he, well, first of all, his girlfriend goes into the basement and we get, like, the one time that there's actually good lighting in the movie and the light burns out. Oh, yes. We see, we see a, a figure a in the basement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this she movie- goes downstairs and she's walking into spider webs. Believe it. I just like to sing to feel happy because this movie, you know, it does not make me happy, and I need to remember that the world is not so bleak and cynical as this movie makes me feel. This movie also has that trope I hate of people of characters talking to themselves, revealing plot points, yeah, out loud because yeah. you know people do that in real life. Yeah, and and Noah gets away at what is a, a possibly an alarming breakneck pace and finds his way to a bar. Well, before he gets there, we 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 have to spend about uh, 20 minutes while one of the girls decides to strip and clean herself up. Right. While, while Billy tries to hit on, uh, I don't know her name, so I just wrote down naked. <laughs> mm. Because that's about as much respect as this movie has for these characters. Yes. Oh... Yeah, and then I just wrote that naked fell asleep and dreamed about the opening credits. Yeah, <laughs> well, actually, I think happens. it was I. Yeah, I, I think it was the the girl who had the dream because she about the opening credits because she wakes up and says Ava or something. Yeah, but it, it's the girl with the with like hardly any clothes on. Yeah, the one who put the 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 blanket on her lap when she was freezing. For some reason, I thought you were gonna say the one who put the lime in the coconut and drank it all up. Hopefully it was filled with poison. Uh, I, I, so yes. I, I, I actually I drank a tad more than I usually do for You're these movies. Right now. I am. <laughs> Just to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's tell us all about uh, Noah arriving at the bar, which, by the way, opens with a close-up shot of women's asses that walk by him. Right. And um, he has a, 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 a terrible dialogue exchange uh, with them. And goes into the bar, um, you know, uh, oh my god. <laughs> Are you alive? I'm, I'm here, man. I just, uh. I just said that this, uh, this movie has a lot of butt introductions. It does. It does. You know, we're, we're living in a time <laughs> of the Me Too movement. Oh, of the boy. Time's Up movement. And I get it. I get that this genre is not geared to be so affectionate towards women but this fucking okay this movie would take a sexploitation horror movie from the 70s like an original grindhouse piece and make it go you know what you're going too far well nathan i mean you gotta give it some leeway i mean this movie was filmed oh what's that 
It was filmed in 2015. Okay, yes. never mind. Carry right. on. Right. Okay. So he goes into the bar, and there's a, there's a talk about uh, these girls trade bras. Does that is that a thing? They they. I thought they just. I thought she. They traded dresses because she wanted a fancy dress because she wanted to fuck. No, because they trade. One of the girls is wearing a bra at one point, and then when she puts the shirts on, the high beams are on. Right. She's she's gonna put an eye out. (laughs) Um, Also, I'm surprised this movie didn't just have them stand there naked because they actually one of them actually puts her arm over so you can't see anything. And here's another thing too. Oh shit! No, I am not. You know that's Steve Walsh, and I am not taking his call. All right. There. I'm not taking that call. Thank God. One of the, the one who puts on the shirt and has the high beams on, she makes a point to say, well, I might as well get drunk because I'm not finding a guy now. You're walking around in a thin t-shirt with your nipples pointing out. If you can't find a guy with that look, I... I, I Especially <laughs> in that bar. Is the, I feel like this is like the horny married girl bar mm. because I think they're all married. There is there is a point where I think they they do have uh, a, a gathering of of wives. I think yeah, because one of them says like he, he well no okay Noah comes in he goes to the bathroom first because he's all like he he washes up yeah first yeah. he takes his shirt off as well yeah which I'm like okay you're clearly gearing this towards men so is it was this steve walsh being like no something for the ladies sure but he he also like as noah's walking out he hears talking and he peeks into the woman's washroom right which is a toilet no redeemable qualities no none 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 no broken english night there uh at the the bar because there's a few ladies there who are speaking with no not not american accents uh also, the woman that hits on him was so plastic looking mm. that I thought she was like forty five years old. Yeah. She's only like she's only like uh, d- like twenty five. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, Brendan, I got at this point. Uh, I would like to ask you what were they thinking, but <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for that. I'm gonna ask you a different question. Okay. Okay. Say that you were, um, I don't know, uh, out in the wilds of uh, Zealand. Sure. New Brunswick, okay? Just scary. So you get an Very area scary. that you're familiar with in relation to where you live. Yeah, that's a horrible place. Go ahead. Right. My dad's from there. Uh, being, <laughs> well, it's kind of scary. <laughs> being chased by uh, unseen monsters. Uh, and you and your friends managed to get away from these monsters after having a 25-minute dialogue in, in, a, in a swamp in, in Zealand. As one would. Sure. And you, you find a house to take refuge in. Mm-hmm. You manage to get away at a breakneck pace and somehow find your way to Temperance Vale, right? And go to a bar because it's like it's late, so it's like one of the only places that's still open, right? Your mission was to find. What's the first thing you do, Brandon? Well, I'd want to find a phone and call the police. What does fucking dipshit do? He uh he goes in and cleans up, right? And then he goes in and orders a drink. A couple of shots, yeah. A couple mm-hmm. of shots. Mm-hmm. Um, takes a selfie with a girl. Right. And, and borrows her phone. Yeah. And uh, I believe now, he now if does you were not going, call the police. Right. If you were going to call for help because two of your friends we've established have been murdered by bog creatures, mm-hmm. 
you would call the police or some sort of authority figure. Possibly the National Guard. I don't know who you are or what you would do, Brendan, in this situation, but I'm guessing you wouldn't call your drunk cousin who drives a cab to come pick you up. Well, I will say that earlier in the movie, they did say, hey, we better not call local cops because they're weird. Oh, fine. Fine. That's fine. Okay, so maybe you do make the misguided choice to call your drunken cousin who drives a cab to come pick you up. Misogynistic racist too, but don't forget about that. Also, yes. Would you then leave the place where you are safe to go back to the murder house? Yeah, I'd want to go right back to the thick of it and get killed, of course. Also, <laughs> I honestly, this, the character, the characters were so ill-defined. I thought he was just going to sleep with that girl. I, you know what? I, I would not have been surprised that that happened. But we go, back was... to, we go back to the murder house and there's a sultry shower song. Oh, do you mean the shower scene that d- accomplishes absolutely nothing except no. to show tits? Exactly. Yeah. This is the, okay, guys, li- you guys listening to this. It must it must sound a little weird that we're complaining about the nudity. We're not really considering about the how we reacted to Showgirls. <laughs> right, Showgirls was bad, but it was fun bad. And here it, here's the thing with Showgirls: at least the boobs, gratuitous as they might have been, had a place in the movie because they're strippers and Showgirls. Right. If they would have shown some nudity in this movie, I would have been like, fine. It's a horror movie. Yeah. I expect that. But these are literally... Steve Walsh is such an unimaginative director that he needs to have just, like, completely unrelated scenes where girls are in the bathroom just, like, taking showers and cleaning themselves, taking selfies. That was a fucking unnecessary scene. Mm-hmm. And just, like... It's nonsense. Yes. It's you're I'm losing my mind too here. <laughs> you you know, we said <laughs> we said on this podcast last and during our first year that Nick Fury broke us. Well, I think this broke us and then threw away the parts. Yo, I would I honest to God, I would want to watch Nick Fury at least three times before I had to watch this movie again. This back fucking, to back to back. Back to back movie. to back. This fucking movie. This fucking movie. So <sighs> We get the delight of a character that is his cousin, and we get some exchange with him. He's watching uh, uh, some sports at a bar, and apparently some team won a five-game sweep. Okay, first of all, there's no such thing as a five-game sweep, okay? At most, it's four. Best four out of seven. Right. If we were, if they wanted a five-game sweep, they would be pay- playing the best out of 11, no playoff in the history of playoffs has done best out of 11. Was he watching hockey? I believe so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, even I know that, and I don't even watch hockey. So. And we, we find out, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where was Noah, by the way, and his friends? Where were they? Noah and his friends? <laughs> oh, holy fuck! Okay. This made me Nathan. so angry. So Nathan. angry. The... the Two reasons, before we explain what it is, two reasons this made me angry. One, it was Steve Walsh thinking he was so fucking clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, this movie dare... Okay, we'll just say, they're in West Craven. Right. They dare evoke the name of the creator of Nightmare on Elm Street. 
Oh, not only that. The creator of People Under the Stairs. The creator of Last House on the Left. The Hills Have Eyes. He is far better than you will ever hope to be. Scream. Also Scream. Which this movie tries to echo with the fucking... When the guy's pointing out the tropes, you just ripped off his movie. Also, when they say Wes Craven, the guy's reaction is like, it used to be cool, but now it's like, meh. And I'm like, how dare you? Fucking right. Even if Wes Craven has made some questionable movies. Shocker. He has. Shocker. And, you know, cursed other movies of that ilk. He's he's made duds. Sure. But you dare make this piece of absolute shit. And act like you're better. Act like you're better than Wes Craven. Suck my dick, movie. Suck my dick. And my nuts all at once. Mm-hmm. And also, West Craven, that's the best they can come up with. They can't just, like, be, like, Craven Lake or, like, St. Kubrick or something like that. Yeah. It's fucking the most on-the-nose, quote-unquote, clever reference ever. Yeah. And then, so, not, let's, let's move away because this is clearly going to give either one of us <laughs> a, a, an aneurysm. We may die before this show is over. Right. Um... <laughs> We get some delightful uh, exchange between the cousin mm-hmm. and the, his two female companions. One who I'm guessing is a friend of his. I don't know why she would ever be a friend of his. Oh, you and mean the, the, the girl, girl that thinks he's hilarious? Yeah, when he's like yeah. calling her a terrorist and everything. What a fucking asshole. Oh. You're a terrorist that hates Christmas. That's That's what he says to her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he also has some side piece. Mm. who is like dumb as a bag of rocks yes yeah she's pretty hot though (laughs) i'm not saying that i i in in fact just about every girl in this movie or woman in this movie is easy on the eyes you know what here's the thing though i say she's hot and i say i agree with you most women are easy on the eyes but this director is so bad that he almost makes everyone look like garbage because he can't he can't film he well no he i don't think he can like there is like that one scene that you said had good lighting until they turned on the light went out yeah but otherwise he can't fucking direct a scene to save his life Mm. everyone's not everyone's lit horribly Mm -hmm. everyone looks like they just woke up yep or they look like garbage or they look just awful because it may have legitimately been four in the morning when they were shooting it Oh, yeah, these were all-night shoots. Yeah. In, 19 in a row. Yeah. No, I would... You, it would just, probably send me screaming for the hills and, and and reconsidering my major in college. Just imagine you're doing this independent movie. Thinking, you're going, yeah, I'm nailing it. This you're is, nailing it. This is we're how... Really, you know what? This is how a lot of actors start out in their salad days. Or, you know, they, <laughs> they're, they're just starting out doing these small parts in these these low-budget... You know, it's going to be a cult classic. It may not make a million dollars, but people are going to see me, and they're going to remember me from this movie, and it's going to help me get parts in the future. Yeah, exactly. And you're, and you're literally... You're literally doing 19 days in a row... At night. 19 nights <laughs> in a row, all night... And you're basically, so you're basically sleeping all day and then going to the shoot. Sleeping mm-hmm. all day and going to the shoot. Nineteen times. Yep. And then this fucking movie comes out. How pissed would you be? I, I would, I would, I would do exactly what Ava did. 
Well, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get to that. Uh, I'm excited for that. What does the what? Now that his cousin has been informed, and he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna take. I'm drunk, but I'm gonna still gonna drive. I'm gonna grab my cab, and I'm gonna go pick up my cousin. What does his cousin do before they go and get in the cab, though? Uh, road road drinks, shots for the road. Right. What a fucking dickweed. Can I ask you a question? What's that? What uh, did you happen to catch his fucking name? Troit. Troit. As in short for Detroit. As in, Troit, the douchiest name in the history of douchey names. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Troy at first, and I was like, well, that's pretty... Du-. I guess that, that can be kind of a, a stereotypical, like, you know, asshole College name. College dickweed name, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it was Troit, and I said, that's even worse. Did you notice what the name of the bar he was at is called? Oh, it didn't. Fucking... One of the bartenders had a shirt. It was... The name of the bar was uh, with an O. Oh. Uh, uh, at this point i checked the time and i was like fuck there is still an hour left of this movie right this is somehow 98 minutes yeah <laughs> it's not everybody's like 98 minutes that's not that long it feels like 9800 mm-hmm. it's so it long. feels like 19 night shoots in a row that's what this feels like. I feel like I made... Uh, I feel like I was on set for every night. Yeah. Um. So, before we go too far with this guy, we gotta go back to the house, because some shit's going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the... Oh, God. I don't know their fucking names. The girl that just took a shower... Yep. ...is... Here's some noises. Looks outside and sees the creatures doing something. Mm-hmm. And goes down the stairs, and then we finally see Kane Hodder... Who hits Where her I in was the like, gut? It's Kane! It's Kane! It's Kane! By God, it's Kane! You can even look. <laughs> I was trying to have fun. I was so trying to have fun. You can even see the despair in his eyes while he's acting in this movie. Ah, uh, you know what? You know, if they had the money, they paid him. He got this cash his check. You know, whatever. I, I mean, I don't think he got much because, like I said, he's barely in this movie. I'm assuming he was there for like one night shoot tops. Hey, if they were like, you know what, we want you, and we're gonna use you as name recognition, I guarantee he tacked on at least a, a few hundred dollars to that bill. <laughs> yeah, they definitely put him on the frig- they de- they put him on the fucking poster. Because I mean, you could do what Ava did. I'm just saying. <laughs> so that they want to like use Kane my Hodder. name. They yeah. like Kane Hodder, but I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he Kane Hodder makes his first appearance. By the way, his name he's credited as Grossum Crudel, which never we worst name ever. First of all, yeah. Second of all, we never hear that name ever. Never. No. Through the whole movie. And this is where we find out that the the cousin has has is leaving the bar, it is yes. fixed safe location. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, Noah. Yeah. Are you talking about Noah leaving yes. the bar? Yeah. 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 And it's he... also at this point in um my notes where I was like, countdown podcast, really, really, <laughs> really. Again, I'm super sorry for whatever we did to you. <laughs> Please, please accept our apologies. Hey, I think we're get. I think we're getting gold out of this, so it might have been worth it in the end. I hate listener suggestion month sometimes. <laughs> now, now, are you okay? Uh, yeah, down? I'm good. Okay, ready to okay. go. Also, move on? oh yeah, no, because we, then we get some peeping tomery from <gasps> Noah. Okay, yes. What the fuck, Noah is running back from the bar. 
to get to his friends in time. Mm-hmm. But, oh, hold on. There's an open window and some random tits. Yeah. I guess I'll stand here and watch them. Did you notice the super fun movie poster in her fucking room? Oh, what was it? It was, uh, No Models Were Harmed is the name of the movie. Mm -hmm. But on the movie poster, N-O, Models Were Harmed, is spelled in the font. And then it... On the movie poster itself, it looks like someone has etched in with like a, a crayon or a sharpie or something, a K and a W at the end of it. So it's no models were harmed, as in no that models were harmed in the making of this movie. Sorry to have blown your mind and exacerbated you with all at the same time. Fuck this movie yep Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also just wanted to point out when they showed the bar there was a drink named after the director did you catch that i did not catch that and they had a frothy walsh okay all right yeah also the second time by the way uh noah is called gay again yeah by that girl for like throwing throwing her he throws her phone at her tits yeah we get we get a what a a, the second f-bomb of the movie yeah. yeah it's unfortunate yeah. unfortunate 2015 and um who's it oh troit says yeah, we should totally buy a boat so yeah troit and uh side by the way side piece uh decides to go into the bathroom uh before they leave mm-hmm. and le- i'm not even joking i think this scene is legitimately five minutes long of her mm-hmm. taking selfies mm-hmm and trying to make herself "quote unquote" look hot. Oh, actually, my I didn't subject my wife to this in, movie in its entirety. Okay, I'm a better person than that. She was doing stuff throughout the house while I was watching it. Knew very well that my kids were safely in bed because I might take my kid to see Annabelle Creation. I might take my kid to see The Purge Election Year, but I would not let my kids watch this movie. That's a smart move. All right. So she's there while this scene is taking uh, place. And I said to her, I said, Patty, dear, that's the thing girls do, right? You just carry just acres of bras in your purse and then swap them out and, and, and see which one makes you look hotter at, at, when you're out on the town. That's a thing girls do, right? Mm-hmm. And, and she, she was said, like, yep. how drunk are you? <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying she was like, yep. That's exactly right. Steve Walsh, you've done it again. Yeah. Also, they they feel they think that they're being pursued by a a, a, a cult, really a Massachusetts cult. <laughs> Honestly, chowder, give yeah, us we're, chowder. We're here for this wicked had a wicked had sacrifice to our Dark Lord. Dark Lord, <laughs> don't be we a dink, st- dude. Bring the sacrifice. We need to stab you in the heart. Don't be right a in the fat yeah, ch- yeah, don't you? You're being a you're being a real pain in the nuts here, kid. He's being a real fat in church. Absolutely. We that let's make that movie. Yes, let's let's the let's. Massachusetts cult. <laughs> even even Patty at this point was like, "Who the fuck made this movie?" Steve <laughs> Walsh. No taste. No don't, taste at all. Don't let anyone forget that's listening to this. It's Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh. Steve motherfucking Walsh. Patty actually had noted that we've been, we would have been better off watching pornography. Yeah. 
I mean, it, at uh, least that at least pornography, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. And and, and treats women with a little bit more respect. <laughs> 70s porn treats women with more respect than this movie. <laughs> I mean, at least she chooses to have sex with the pizza guy. Yeah. Um <laughs> Patty also that, that this is I know we've been we we've been joking about the countdown podcast suggesting this and us apologizing to them and this is Patty doesn't listen to podcasts, um, but she actually noted at this point, whoever suggested this for you two has no taste in movies whatsoever. Well, they did. <laughs> I didn't explain to her that they suggested this because they felt it was legitimately the worst movie made in the last, you know, 20 years, if not more. Well, it's funny because I messaged them after I had watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. And I said... Oh my God! You were not joking about how bad this movie is. They were not. It is his, fucking atrocious. His response was, "I am so sorry you had to watch that." Well, at least, at least he accepts our apology then <laughs> for whatever it is we did. Yeah, mm. he. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And hey, then, you know what? At least we're taking this fucking thing to task. Yes. So, Noah shows okay. back up at the house. Uh, yes. And doesn't his his cousin after he has like a run in with some the local what the the Massachusetts called after they have come a over here they, they flip his they flip his car onto his side piece we're gonna get you and give you a scar on your face <laughs> See, thank you again for for making me laugh it's it's good it's good to laugh well let's let's just okay so yeah he him and side piece and uh, his Indian friend. Oh, that's mm-hmm. terrible. His friend. <laughs> we don't have to point that out. Yeah. Um, she is actually. You say that there's actually there's nobody in this movie. That I actually the, I kind of like her. She was the one I was going to mention. Was kind of okay. The only yeah. thing that t- put me off about her is that she thought he was so hilarious. This is true. I but I mean I think Sto- Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. I I think it's a, a thing where she's she's been friends with him so long that she puts up with a lot of his garbage. And she so, struck me as the only person in this movie who has any sort of slyness or coolness about her. Yeah. So before they get attacked in their car, though, most of Noah's friends die. Yes. Um, Billy gets set on fire. Yep. Um, Actually, I have... Man, Billy's on fire! <laughs> the only time that was ever said. Was trying so hard to have fun. <laughs> Billy gets set on fire. Naked runs off because he tells her he's like, "Get out of here!" Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I gotta say, the one shot—if the rest of the movie had been so much better—the one shot that would have been kind of cool was when the creature gets real close to Billy and just looks at him in the eyes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. If it was a better movie, yeah, because he's like he's basically been covered in gasoline at this point and is about to be lit on fire. There's there, I know that we're like I said tearing this thing a new, a new urethra mm-hmm. there are snippets of things that could have worked had he had they taken the time or had the ability to shoot more than one take on things yeah this that's one of them okay the the makeup on the cult members is genuinely menacing because the contrast of them being albino or being covered in like almost like warboy white from Mac from you know, Mad Max Fury Road, contrasted with the darkness that is all around them, genuinely scary. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not taking away from that. It's everything else about this movie that is oh. just 
fucking the, the characters are unlikable. The dialogue is terrible. And not realistic. No not, one talks like anyone in this movie. No, not at all. Also and to the point to this point, when they show up back up at the murder house. Noah starts talking, uh, talking to his girlfriend who was killed at the like at the second he gets there, and he's. They say so and so is dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. It, it reminded me of that, uh, the first episode of Red Dwarf, where Lister keeps asking Holly uh, about you know the captain's dead, Hollister's dead, uh, you know uh, Rimmer's dead. Uh, Kachansky's dead, and R- Holly's like, "Yes, Dave. Everyone's dead. Dave. Everyone is dead. Dave. Dave. Everyone is dead." <laughs> yep. Or that episode of The Simpsons where they're like, "They killed. They ate everyone. Yes, even so and so. They ate everyone. Even so and so. They ate everyone. Stupid." By the way, this is supposed to be a serious moment <laughs> yeah in this movie <laughs> and it only made me think of comedies because i so, was trying to to laugh again they, so like i said so billy gets burned alive the girl uh earlier got killed with the with the axe by kane otter mm-hmm. the girlfriend gets thrown through a window after she's been killed she's completely naked of course yeah because you know this movie mm-hmm. and you know noah's like uh ah, i'm gonna get you it runs into the house and Noah kills Kane Hodder's character pretty easily, and he's out of the movie. Yep. That's it. Because Kane Hodder, Kane Hodder is expensive. He's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this for 19 nights in a row. Fuck so, that. So, Nathan, this... Um, so, let's go back to where uh, asshole cousin and his two girls are in the car, and they get attacked, because there is a part here that really made me upset. There's a line that I was very angry at. Okay. Well, first of all, when they attack, they cut back and forth from them attacking to a really tight close-up of Jiggle and Cleavage. Mm-hmm. I which... actually have I have Jiggle shot here. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they're being pulled out of the car. Mm-hmm. And he says, and I quote, you fucks can rape the girls... But I don't go down that way. Yes, he. he uh, we've determined. We have determined that he is a flaming asshole. He makes a gay panic and rape joke all mm-hmm. in one. Yep, all in one. In the middle of being attacked, mind you, by a bunch of like crazy things. Yes. Well, I'm assuming are not human. Maybe, possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. And yes, the <laughs> side. Doesn't he gets- have a line too about how he would have jerked off first? He sure does. Okay. He says, I would have jerked off first if you if I had known you were uh, bringing me into this situation. Yeah. Which, again... Just, uh, <sighs> so, uh, side piece gets crushed to death by the car, was the point. Mm-hmm. And we're already making sexist jokes towards the other girl. He, he, smacks, he smacks his friend's ass, and she's offended, but then he says, I saved your ass, so I can smack it whenever I want. And she says, I hate when you make sense. This is the thing I don't like about her. Like, otherwise, she's fine. Yeah. But the fact that she is so, like, tolerant of him. Not only tolerant, but encouraging. Mm Mm-hmm. So upset. Yep. So 
upset. not even I'm not even gonna make fun of you for being the June in this situation. <laughs> I do not blame you at all. Ugh. And then of course, you know, they're just standing around talking while uh, Noah's girlfriend is laying there dead for forever. Yep. They're talking there forever. He drinks some <laughs> the cousin drinks some whiskey that has blood in it. And he's super proud of being drunk. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm still drinking. This, I think we might have actually skipped this part because I wanted, I wanted to mention this. So the girl that's been naked the whole movie, or almost naked, mm-hmm. what was with that scene where she finally gets back to the house after yeah. she had run off, and she literally wanders around, goes into a room, sits there for a while and is traumatized, wanders around some more, is finally attacked by something and kills it with a pitchfork. That scene was so long. Yes. That was the most blatant padding of any movie mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to wa- I, I had to rewind it because I was like, did something happen that I missed? Like, did they cut to something? Or did she do something that was important that I wasn't no. paying attention no, to? No, she, did. she just got away board. from when when Billy was being set on fire. She got managed to get away from that. And she literally just walks around. Yep. So the creatures bust in the house. <clears throat> they should have walked the front door. <laughs> yeah, there's also a giant open window, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Behind uh, Not Naked. <laughs> yeah, they, they call that into, like, yeah, there's, there's a giant... Lock the front door! Yeah, there's a giant open window here. Mm-hmm. But still... The, the, the creature follows her upstairs. Mm-hmm. Which we assume at that moment that it's killed her. More on that in a bit. Yeah. So then Troit... I was very happy at this moment because I thought he was getting killed. But no, mm-hmm. he gets a, a noose thrown around his neck. Which, yes. from he where did that He gets to go to Lynchburg. <laughs> I was trying to have fun. But where did that come from? I, so I'm assuming they were on the ground. So you're telling me that they threw that up into the house, perfectly landing on his neck? I, I guess. Because I mean, he was not on. even close to the window. Like, like we're ever going to find any sense in this fucking movie i was gonna say let's bring steve walsh on but fuck that shit oh my god it would just be us hurling abuse at him for an hour and a half (laughs) i don't know if he would take it all but you know that is one i would i would turn down (laughs) so he is he is uh now this is the one stunt that i said must have been pretty hard to do so i will give them credit for doing this in one take because he uh he get he gets hauled out of the window with with the by the neck with the noose and he does like a whole like fall out of the window, quite a height, mm-hmm. and somehow is not dead, right? Because he's pulled by his fucking neck, mm-hmm. and then he turns into the badass that I really didn't want him to be the hero in this movie. Yeah, by the way, dude, bro is far too adept at killing these guys. Ugh, he kills, Ugh. and Noah and the other girl, uh, Noah and uh, D- uh, Troy's friend, mm-hmm. make it outside. And they just stand there, yeah, watching. While I think Troy another is thing that bothered me all these things the most is that I get what they're trying to do with with Troit as well. They're trying to make him this kind of badass antihero. What with his you know treatment of of women and his and his uh, friend who is of Indian descent. I he's no fucking Ash. That's for goddamn sure. Oh, that is exactly what they're trying to do. Yeah. They think he's fucking Bruce fucking Campbell. You are not 
the shit that emanates from Bruce Campbell's asshole. There you go. <laughs> Take that, Mr. Actor. I We don't usually, like, we're not usually this vile towards people um, in movies, at least not the actors, but these fuckers deserve it. Mm. And at least most of them. I, I can't, I okay, I can't take away from them the fact that they had to deliver this dialogue. What True. I can take away from them is the fact that they read this dialogue and were like, yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> if I'm in this movie playing this character I and reading that I have to, like, say this dialogue, I would automatically assume I was one of the villains. Yeah. Like, I, oh, okay, I die first. Like, that's what I would assume. Mm-hmm. No, you're the hero. What? <laughs> but yeah, Noah and the, and Troy's friend are just watching as Troy single-handedly kills like 10 of those creatures yeah. with a shovel. And then, oh my god, he is just quipping non-stop. Oh my god. I wrote down one. I don't know what kind of hell you come from, but I'm going to fuck you in the head with this shovel until I send you there. Yep, I actually have F you in the head as a legitimate line that was said in the movie. At one point, he just yells, shovel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I wrote, I, I would have, I letters. actually would have accepted had he said, fucker, fuck off. <laughs> as better dialogue. Showgirls, better dialogue. I actually Damn wrote all right. capital letters. Oh my God, shut up, Troy. Just shut your goddamn fucking dirty, filthy mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a reasonable response. Now, here's why I said that girl was, we thought was dead. So remember earlier when we said naked, or almost naked, was dragged upstairs by the creature and we assumed that she had been killed. Right. She's not dead. She's in the window trying to get away. Mm-hmm. So, Nathan, mm-hmm. as, a, as a good friend, what do they do? I, I, yeah, I, I, no, I, I, uh... they well, run away. Of course. They, they, it's not even like, there's no creatures around them, by the way. Yeah. There's no, like, it's not a situation where, oh, if they go back, they're all going to die. It's one creature mm-hmm. that's holding her at bay. Yeah. Troy just proved he can kill like 10 of them on his own. Yeah. So he should have had no problems going back in to help her out. They just leave her to die. Mm-hmm. These are awful people. Yes. And then we have like no I don't mean to sully the name of Roger Corman, but we have a Roger Corman sized amount of aimless walking scenes here. Mm. <laughs> because they go off to the marsh, which we learn that there's something in the marsh that's scaring all the creatures, so yes. be careful. And again, they they reference a far Far better movie when they have that Princess Bride exchange. Oh yeah, when he says I I said that I watched Princess Bride just so I could get laid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, he actually says, eh, but um, he actually says, but the trees are quite lovely. Where they have where he actually quotes fucking movie. Yeah. Well, I think Noah says he hasn't seen it, and then quotes it, and then they're like, oh, you have seen it. Yeah. And then Troit says, oh, I used to use it to, to nail girls. And his friend is like, ah, you're so funny. Mm, not that you're fucking awful. Did you like that song that played while they were walking through the marsh? I didn't take notice of it. The One of the lyrics was like, so I call on my best friend. 
I was two drinks in, and I don't mean beer at this point. Oh, we're coming up to the end here, guys. This is like literally, this movie's almost done. There's nothing, there's no plot to speak of. That's why we got mm-hmm. here so quickly. So, Troy, Troy actually says, Never call me again. Yeah, to Noah? Yeah. Yeah, never call me again. Which I get it's supposed to be like a funny, like, oh, never call me again. Don't want to wind up like this. Did somebody get an F5? I have a note here that says F5. Well, I wrote that someone got a brogue kick and a crossbody. Okay. Maybe Maybe it was an F5. Maybe we were just wishing we were watching wrestling. (laughs) Oh, if only Seamus had played the creature. (laughs) He was certainly white enough. That's true. It might have been him. (laughs) 2015, I mean. Yeah. Seamus, get at us. Mm. And he was like, no, dude, I've been in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, and this is fucking terrible. At least that was a mainstream movie with a budget with someone who could, like, te- make technically make a movie. Yeah, <laughs> technically. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm assuming it's not great. Yeah, it's, it's again, it's, it's, it's not, a, it's not for me. I, I'm not meaning that it's not something that I would like, but I mean, I'm not the target demographic. It's They're not aiming the new Ninja Turtle movies at me. Compared to this movie? At my kids. Compared to this movie, it's Pulp Fiction. Goddamn right. <laughs> so I call on my best friend. Sorry, I heard that. I was like, what the fuck is this song? Yeah. So they're, they're uh, as they're walking through, Troy and his friend are, uh, they're, they're, blossoming romance is starting to get come together because they kind of make they kind of have this thing throughout the movie where they're friends but they they both kind of like each other which is Mm -hmm. inexplicable yeah and he's she's like what asking questions about herself what's my dog's name your dog's name is australia (laughs) stupidest fucking your dog's name is australia that's why the countdown podcast picked this (laughs) the dog was a nod to their country of birth well, also, Steve Walsh is Australian. Shut up. Is he really? Let, let me look this up. I'm, <laughs> I'm fairly certain Steve Walsh is Australian. Well, if that's the case, we won't hold that against the people of Australia. No, but I mean, why'd they let him get born there? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep looking here. You 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 keep going. Here's the so. thing: even if the dog's name, like if he's doing that as a nod to his country of birth because he is Australian, why can't the fucking dog's name be Sydney? <laughs> yeah, or like Can- Canberra, <laughs> <laughs> or Queensland. I'll even take the, the your dog's name is Queensland over your dog's name is Australia. Yeah. Well, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he is. Okay. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. No, you know what? I'm going to say no cuz fuck it. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> malign the, poor the people, people of Australia. Australia. Yeah, no. <laughs> Australia, we love you. Even if this man was born there, we know you didn't make that choice. Yeah, that wasn't you had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I did write the line cool guys don't look at explosions because at one yeah. point uh um Troy walks away from something blowing up, but I wrote cool in parentheses because he is not. <laughs> not at all, no. So, he killed the cult? I mean, single-handedly, right? Yep. Okay. And now they're in the marsh. The mash. The mash. Yeah. The, ma- the mash and the frigging cult is coming. <laughs> yeah. Collect the bargain. <laughs> wicked head. <laughs> he the gets him with a shovel, head. wicked head. Yeah. <laughs> 
But they run into another creature. Um, Which they've alluded to in the movie that there's something in the marsh that the or the mash that the cult is afraid of, and it's like, but wh- why? Why are they afraid of it? I don't know. And well, I think this is the mi- the misdirect of the movie is that they have this creature, and you're like, oh, that's the thing in the marsh. But then, as they're fighting it, Noah gets pulled underneath by something, mm. and Troy ends up killing the other creature. Yeah, take that water. Yeah. <laughs> shovel they there is an overuse in this movie of take that motherfucker you know that kind of stuff yeah which you you can i will i will give a horror movie that you can do that like a a couple times maybe twice Mm. max but literally every time troy hits something he's like he has like a line about it yeah and unless you're bruce campbell shut the fuck up yeah okay nope exactly and nathan said you know Oh, there's a bro kicking a crossbody during this fight, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah is, a, uh, I'm assuming Noah has died because he just gets pulled underneath and, and then uh, Troy starts yelling for whatever pulled him underneath to come and fight him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this movie is terrible, but, you know, it had to have had a grand finale uh, with a, gr- a great big ending that explained pretty much everything that's leading up to this moment, right? Nope. Oh, well, I mean, there was probably something... I mean, they might have left, like, a little bit in the air, but there's probably uh, at least an ending that tied some loose ends together, right? Nope. I mean, well, what happens? Oh, we just uh, start to live with the credits. Yeah, after after the final scene, right? Uh, it, that tied everything up. Nope. You mean it ends when... Troy says that can't be good and it and then the credits roll exactly <laughs> fuck this movie right in its stupid ear uh, so the credits okay the house gets a credit the house gets a, you know what i will say this some of the credits are kind of amusing some yeah i'm not talking about the ones that we will definitely get into here mm-hmm. but um i want to say that two credits are repeated <laughs> Two yeah. people are credited twice. It says Ashley Nicole Wallace as Lazy Dukes. What the fuck is that name? That's not a, a name. A, she that's has a porn name. Yeah, and Audrey Van Heese as Miss Kate Cod 2013. Okay, sure, whatever. But we were credited. never. It was never made clear that they were beauty pageant winners. No, no, they're credited twice. Yeah, <sighs> there's a, Lauren's a, a, ass. Well, yeah, we'll get to the big. We'll get to the credit with the story um, at the end here, but I want to say, yeah, special thanks to Lauren's ass. Go mm-hmm. fuck yourself. Yeah. That's the girl that's almost naked the entire movie. Mm-hmm. There's also a credit that says, Hollywood is not ready for Steve Walsh. <sighs> By the way, no one wants you, not just Hollywood. Steve Walsh is not ready for polite conversation. Yeah. Steve Walsh is ready. For... <laughs> Guess what, Steve Walsh? If this is what you're like in real life, time's up. <laughs> Yeah. For real. For yeah. real. Also, they show... I don't know if you remember, they showed a brief uh, thing with Steve Walsh actually in it. it with was his like cameo, a, a scene yeah. that I'm assuming was cut from the movie. Um, he looks like a creep. Mm-hmm. Looks like a scumbag. Which is the least surprising thing I've ever said about any movie. Right. <laughs> and one more is... It says, dedicated to Eric, who would, uh, who I'm assuming they wanted to... They, they should have ri- written... Dedicated to Eric, who would have loved all this rampant misogyny. Yeah. If, I'm not going to speak ill of the dead, but if, if no. Eric would have loved this, yeah, Eric should have re-examined his, some of his life choices. 
if that's what Eric was like, or if that's what this director assumes and Eric was actually a stand-up guy, then fuck you, Mr. Director. You know what? You fuck you in the just, ear. You, you should have just, just made a monetary donation to one of Eric's favorite charities. That's right. And be done with it. Because if you did this as a dedication to him, I, I, I think Eric might look down upon you a bit. So, Nathan, what was the most glaring credit in this movie? Ava. Mm-hmm. And, who, and explain to us who Ava was again. Ava is the ample-chested girl dancing throughout the credits at the opening, the credits, the if opening you will. credits, yeah, yeah. And also, she, well, her body appears in um, uh, Naked's dream flashback premonition thing. We never see her face; it's blurred out, and her name is blurred out. Mm-hmm. It actually is like blurred out as. Ava. Right. And so I took it upon myself after watching <laughs> this movie to find out who played Ava. I could not find out who played Ava for the life of me. It's not listed anywhere. Nowhere. There's, she's not credited. There's no even like speculation or blog posts or anything. And all I could find was that there's one or two things floating theories about this one is that it's a kill bill type situation where she is supposed to show up in the first movie or the first part which was supposed to take place before this and then you'll know what her face looks like and who plays her or two the actress who was in that role saw the writing on the raw writing on the wall rather and was like no take my name off it i want nothing to do with this movie and i'm not doing any more of them and i have it i really i really hope and also kind of feel that it's more of the latter than the former i think the second your second theory is right i think she wanted her name removed because if it was the first thing where they didn't want you to see her face because she was going to be in the prequel that to me would only be if it was going to be like a big deal like about who was playing her yeah. Which, sorry, but no. When your biggest deal is that you got Kane Hodder for one night to shoot, like, 30 seconds of film, you're not going to have a big name playing a female character in your movie that is also naked throughout your entire credits. So I agree that it was probably a girl that was like, fuck this, take this off. Blur my face out, blur my name out. In summary, uh, fuck this fucking movie in the fucking ear. Yes, yeah, 100%. What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. Oh man, all these wrestling news sites are terrible. What's the matter, young lad? Ah, Mother Superior! No, don't hit me! Uh, I I mean, I I can't find a good wrestling news site. A good wrestling news site? What's... What's so good about a good wrestling news site anyway? 
Well, I just need a place where I could get all the, the backstage news and rumors and scoop. All right. Don't hit me. I listen. left the orphanage a while ago. All right, listen, Billy's younger brother. I'm not going to hit you this time. Oh, thank you. But I will tell you about a great wrestling news site. Okay. It's, it's, it's not terrible like the last one, right? It's not terrible like the last one. It's called WrestlingNewsWorld.com. You can get all the latest wrestling news, spoilers, results, all the news from all over the wrestling world. That sounds great. No, yeah. it, yes, but you know what? what? It's not going to sound great if you still if you keep up with that mouth of yours. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, again, I left the orphanage a while ago. Uh, if you don't leave, I'm going to tell my parents. I have legal precedent over 37 states. Get back here! Oh! Stop hitting me! <laughs> WrestlingNewsWorld.com What were they thinking? Um, Nathan? Yes, Brendan? I'm quite upset. As am I. But I feel at this time we should take the take a moment to calm our our inner chakras um, with and what better way to do that than with a low haiku? Yes. <clears throat> would you like to begin this time? I certainly would. Okay. Fuck this fucking film. Motherfuck this fucking stupid. Motherfucking film. <laughs> very good, very good. Thank you, thank you. It was very cathartic. Accurate. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is taken from the point of view of the uh, of the filmmakers. <clears throat> We're so darn clever. Women are playthings for us, Wes. Fucking Craven. Thank you. Brilliant. Also seeming fairly cathartic. Oh, I need to get that out. <sighs> okay. Mm. But Nathan, despite mm. the fact that we... <laughs> despite the fact that you should... Absolutely take our word for it. But... Don't take a word for us! Oh boy, so I didn't, now I didn't get the chance to check the Rotten Tomatoes. I'm assuming there's no rating on Rotten Tomatoes for this. Oh no, there is. Oh, okay. It has got a 0% critic rating. Zero, wow. Zero, surprising, right? And a 15% audience rating. All people who made this movie. Mm. Well, no. Anybody who gave a positive review, it's Steve Walsh under several different identities. I, I don't forget. 4chan is a thing, so... Yeah. Yeah. 4chan is the toilet of the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, my, I'll read this first one off, because this is a legit review. A uh, legit critic. Yep. The LA Times reviewed this movie. <laughs> Poor Martin. Poor Martin Sai. Martin Sai simply says, it's not ironic, amusing, or clever. Mm-hmm. Matt Donato from We Got This Covered offers a little bit more wordage, but uh, he says, Muck isn't a horror movie. It's a wannabe skin flick that would ignore an on-screen kill if the actress' breasts were jiggling in the slightest because... Boobs! <laughs> that's 
Very apt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Chambers of Movie Chambers says, <laughs> "What? Clever. If they hand more clever out, than this movie was. Yeah, better joke than anything in this movie. <laughs> if they handed out awards for misogyny, glad we don't live in that world. Muck would win effortlessly. Most mm-hmm. horror movies are a bit sexist. It comes with the territory." But this is simply the undressing and mutilation of women. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I feel uh, hostile treated women with more respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tom Meek from Paste Magazine says, The gonzo assault becomes an uneven straddle of evil dead camp and rote splatter, leaving Muck to hobble along disjointedly like Jamie Lee Curtis's battered heroine as she tries to escape Michael Myers in Halloween. All of the movies that he references in that snippet from the review are heads and shoulders and boulders and mountains and stratospheres above this movie. The same thing... The same thing you just said could have applied even if he referenced, like, Leprechaun in Space. Yes. <laughs> or um, Jug Face. <laughs> jug Face? It's a movie. Okay. And it's better you. than this. Oh, I believe you. You've seen more horror movies than I. Um, so this last... this uh, Well, not the last one. I got one more after this. But this is from uh, Dustin Putnam of thefrightfile.com. Mm-hmm. One of the most obnoxious horror pictures in recent years. A low, a low rent uh, cinematic charade that goes beyond spoofery and into a realm of distasteful, tacky IQ shrinking tedium. Spot on, Dustin. Spot on. And I think this is the last critic review that they have listed here. It's from Rod Steiger from The Village Voice. Rod Steiger? <laughs> I wish it was... I wish it was Rod Steiger. I didn't like it. This was terrible. <laughs> um, Back the, from the dead. <laughs> the plot is as scant and demeaning as the costumes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read one audience review. This is my last one. This is just okay. this sums it up so perfectly. And I feel like this guy gave it half a star because I think that's the lowest rating you can actually give. Okay. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. From Christopher M. Beginning? Nope. Plot? Nope. Scares? Nope. Ending? Nope. Yeah. Half a star. (laughs) Oh, that was fucking muck. (laughs) Fuck muck. Right? Yes, exactly like I said. Yes. Yes. Fuck muck in the fucking muck. Mother fucking Right in its muck hole. Oh. (laughs) Oh. So, much like last week, we can't tell you what's coming up next no. week because we don't know yet. No, we don't. We know till Tuesday. We'll I certainly hope it's drop. better than this. Oh, man. It, can it has only... to be. Yeah. It has to be better than this. There's no <sighs> earthly way that this is that the next movie will be worse than this. It's just right. not possible. And mm. if I'm jinxing us, I apologize. Unless it's a legit snuff film. <laughs> yeah, even that, I'd be like, well, at least it knows what it is. Yeah. Or the movie Snuff. Have you ever heard of that? No, but I saw 8mm. Uh, the movie Snuff is like, it's just a shitty horror movie for most of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, towards the end, it uh, it cuts away and then it pretends that the filmmakers actually killed the, girl, killed the actress on set. Oh, okay. 
It's kind of it's pretty stupid. But you know what? Just before we get to the plugs, I actually want to read something real quick just to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, from our Twitter page, we did a we did a poll, a couple of polls that I forgot to neglected to mention on some recent episodes. So back when we did WrestleMania nine, mm-hmm. I asked everybody if it was truly the worst of the worst. Yeah. Uh, so fourteen percent said eleven was worse. Sixteen mm-hmm. percent said two thousand was worse. Thirty mm-hmm. percent said I like it. Ooh. And forty percent said, "Oh yeah, worst. Dig it." <laughs> so Rest overwhelming peace, majority. Man. Yeah, for real. Um, the other poll we put up was, uh, "What is your quote unquote favorite scene from the movie Showgirls?" Mm-hmm. Um, so five uh, percent said other, but only said like <laughs> one person said like, "I don't know when the Velociraptor eats her." <laughs> <laughs> And some people said, like, um, everything. <laughs> uh, 17% said the scene where Nomi dances with James. Mm. 20% said the doggy chow conversation. <sighs> and can you guess what 59% said? Oh, uh, I don't know. Pool sex. Pool sex, of course. Slash embolism. You want to know, the funny thing was, I, I saw, like I said, I saw that movie, um once when it came out on video and I never watched it again until we watched it when we watched it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. It was on uh, one of the, I don't know, what movie channel or... No, I know what it was. It was on one of the French channels here uh, or rather more of it in, in Quebec because I was this is when I was in university going to going to school in, university in Quebec and they would often show stuff like showgirls but without any of the floating cg bras because <laughs> dude it's quebec yeah and um i came down into the tv room in un- at university in the dorm that i lived in at the time and they were watching showgirls but they were watching showgirls in french keep in mind that i was going to an english speaking university in quebec granted there were a lot of uh, students there who spoke french as their native tongue but everybody in the room was i from like ontario because like, it was the dorms they didn't have family living locally like so they because they were li- so they were living in dorms and they're all watching showgirls and i'm like and they're and I was like oh what are you guys watching and they're like we're watching showgirls i'm like oh it's in french though <laughs> right and uh they were like yeah dude but it's showgirls I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. And I saw some getting ready to leave. I'm like, dude, that is one of the worst fucking movies of all time. And one of them's like, were you like gay or something? <laughs> so kind of like, like in Muck. Pretty much. And I was just like, I, you know what? There's a computer in the computer lab that points toward the wall. I'm going there. <laughs> so this because is what... the internet was a thing at the time and there was pornography everywhere. You didn't have to sit and watch showgirls in French. Well, that's if what you I was want to watch say. Boobs. Yeah, you don't have to watch a you don't have to watch a shitty two hour plus movie just to see boobs every once in a while. Yeah. Well, to be fair, boobs pretty much throughout the movie, but still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was muck. I I am I got so animated. I think I'm sweating just from that. Montrose, are you around or did he give up? Oh no, I'm I'm here and just contemplating the the wretched film that you've, you've I'm only listening to your description of it and already I'm just exhausted and angered 
well, Montrose, I apologize that you had to endure and that. I, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you, Brennan. I don't blame Nathan either. I mean, you didn't make this film. You didn't even pick this one, uh, except for out of a hat. That's right. Mm-hmm. So there it is. But um, uh, if you want to watch something that uh, does not hate women, uh, and, and also uh, enjoys uh, wrestling and whatnot, you, you check out my delightfully British chimpanzee. Uh, YouTube channel Montrose Monkington TV and and if you're so inclined you can be my friend on Facebook at Montrose Monkington the third Esquire and friends that's the name of my Facebook group or you can also follow me on Twitter at Montrose the third number three RD uh, I am there uh, for you and uh, all my friends thank you more later thank you sir and of course like I said earlier Tune into our Twitter page or YouTube page on Tuesday, or we will uh, be drawing our next movie for listener's choice. Mm-hmm. And you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, this movie destroyed me, sorry. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at WWTT Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for What Were They Thinking? We also have a group, What Were They Thinking Interactive, where you can send us uh, many gifts because of this movie. <laughs> yeah, or condolences for having to have watch it. Yeah, oh, yeah, and nothing will top this. Anyway, um, don't don't tempt the fates like that. Oh, I'm throwing it out there. If something does, I will be amazed. Other than other than the two that are on the banned list, I I can't I can't see it happening. But I I don't I don't discount anything uh, because every time I think the world is at its lowest, a new example presents itself to say nope. Here's a shovel. Keep digging. Nick Fury, you may rest. <laughs> yes, because you no longer hold that place in our heart as being the absolute worst pile of garbage that we've ever watched for this podcast. Oh, for any new listeners, by the way, we should note right now, we're talking about the David Hasselhoff Nick Fury movie. Yeah, but there's no Nick Fury movie. No, I know. I just didn't want okay. them to be like, oh, they hate that Sam Jackson as Nick Fury for some reason. No, he's the delight. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Yeah. MCU is great. We're not talking about that at all. Not at all. <laughs> so you can also find us on all the podcatchers, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, all those good things. And where else? You can also find us on the Al Jazeera Network. Mm-hmm. Podify. Uh, Teddy Ruxpin Appreciation Society. Yep. Um, Podkit Knife. Podkit Knife, the human sent iPod. Yes. I'm trying. It's just remember, folks, these are, these are just fun names to help you laugh again. Uh, because you see this, Spark, but not Disney. Right. This this movie just drained all fucking joy we'll, out of me. We'll be playing. Uh, they'll also H- be playing HBO our podcast. Premium. They'll also be playing our podcast right before Steve Walsh's uh, mandated execution. <laughs> and then we'll all be able to laugh again. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Steve Walsh, you are a monster, and I hate you. Um, <sighs> Nathan. Yes. I'm sure you're filled with many questions right oh, now. Oh, yes, I am. Would you like to ask them? I mean, in a movie where Kane Hodder is supposed to be the draw and he's dispatched so easily, and in a movie where the house and uh, Lauren's ass and a blurred out bunch of letters get a credit. And a movie that is clearly a, a cry for help from the director who just wishes that, you know, his mom didn't ignore him so much as a child. 
I just have to ask the countdown podcast. What were you thinking? Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to... Interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is... On Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Hi, I'm Noelle Heil, the host and creator of Heil on Life, the podcast where I talk one-on-one with people who inspire me. My guests come from all walks of life, different jobs and careers, and they all have different motivations that have helped them throughout their lives. I find their stories fascinating and hope that you will too. To learn more, find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, Tumblr, and Libsyn. And remember, we may have similar stories, but our journeys are all our own.